0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing and more. A lot going on. Um, This week in particular, a lot going on with China and the virus. Will it get worse? Will it go away? Yesterday, markets down huge. Today, markets up big. Not as much as huge, but still not bad. It's the old buy the dip action again. Ah, I want it to buy today after another bad open. like yesterday, people got home from work and they saw the market was down and they're like, honey. I think we should sell now because this can get out of control. So I want it two or three down days to kind of clear out some of the weaker hands. This doesn't clear out the weaker hands. One day does not make a market correction. With that said, maybe it does. So it seems only natural. And I, I I think the story could swing the pendulum could swing back to pessimism again. But for now we're going with this. Um, sometimes recoveries try and i don't quite get the whole meanness now there's a new mean word out there and i'm not gonna get in trouble for this but maybe in about 10 years i'll get in trouble for this try hard it's kind of a dirty word for kids like when they're playing games with each other they taunt each other oh you're just a try hard and i'm like whoa it's like the okay boomer i kind of get but the try hard yeah that's kind of a kind of a funny insult And this market's going to try hard to get back up to where it was. Will it? I don't know. In a telling telling statement today, nothing has changed with Wuhan coronavirus, except for more deaths and more diagnoses have been reported. China has imposed more travel restrictions, which include Hong Kong. Apple reports tonight. And that's kind of like the little ping pong game we're playing. We don't want to miss out on that in case it's good so we're kind of like I don't think the coronavirus is going to get any worse And knowing nothing about science or viral conditions nanoviricides that was the name of the company I was trying to come up with yesterday that shot up like 40% yesterday they've got nanos and those are small things and viricides kill viruses small things that kill viruses let's buy it just in case this is the Wuhan killer Stock went up huge yesterday. Today, it's down 40 plus percent. That's why I tell you, don't chase, you know, the story stocks. The coronavirus issue has worsened as a potential growth impediment. The stock market looks as if it doesn't have a coronavirus care in the world. The markets are putting their hands up in the air like we just don't care. Whistling past the graveyard. It's basically we're understanding the past viral scares or virus scares, and they had a very short-term impact, very short-term impact, and ultimately, consumers and business demand bounced back. Treatment solutions got things under control. Maybe it's the Center for Disease Control sends people in spacesuits. Maybe there's a, a virus that we start testing in the next 25, 38 days or something like that, and boom. Now, again, my engineer at Cron TV, I do Cron TV and KDO WAM 1220 radio from the same kind of location most days. Uh, but the engineer here, he was telling me all about, oh, this, this virus is different. I'm like, uh-oh, this is the kind of guy who's going to get scared out of the market. He says, no, 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 this one's different. This one could incubate in your body for 14 days with no signs. Most viruses, I think, incubate for 24 hours. Don't quote me on that. That's why you have, it's called like a 24-hour flu or something like that. I don't know. Uh, But it's only, yeah, I don't know. But he had a conspiracy theory on why this one's going to ruin the world. And do I believe one day the world will be ruined? Maybe. When we are in a world where food scarcity becomes an issue and things that are rushed to market or sometimes poor decisions. Like, I don't think eating a bat is a good idea, because we, we think of a lot of things with bats. We think of vampires, and we think of bat guano, and we think about living in a cave in darkness. I don't think eating bats are good. I could be totally wrong. Put in a stew, cook it up, kill the viruses in it, fine. But our food supply is super important to protect. 3M is in the news today. United Technologies, Pfizer, and Harley Davidson—they all had quarterly results. Um, all okay. So, not great in a market that has a great super valuation peg to it, tied towards it. Okay is not going to be good enough. So you've seen some weakening in 3M, United Technologies, Pfizer, and Harley Davidson—all good numbers, but not great numbers in a market that's priced for perfection. That's the phrase that pays. Apple reports earnings day after close has helped swing sentiment, moving higher. Today, the Nikkei Asian Review, I know you're saying, do you read the Nikkei Asian Review? I do not. Not every day. They reported today that people familiar with Apple's planning have said the company has asked suppliers to boost iPhone production by more than 10% above last year's schedules. But, and here's the but, you ever notice, I, I use that stupid phrase, if ifs and buts were candy and buts, no, no, candy and nuts. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have. And that's the problem with this, like, Apple release. The Nikkei Asian review said Apple is asking suppliers to raise orders by 10%, but, like I used to say, that's a big but. But suppliers have cautioned that the coronavirus outbreak could get in the way of meeting that demand. Hey, boss, <laughs> I'm not feeling so good. Should I come into work today? Probably not a good idea. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. So that's basically where we are today, starting off the day. Um, I wouldn't get too caught up. I try not to get too caught up in anything. I try not to get too emotional. And that's why yesterday I said, I'm not stressed by the coronavirus. I'm not going to get caught up in it. 3M and Pfizer, disappointed with earnings and or guidance. Strength today in technology, Apple. Fang, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, Alphabet. Uh, Tesla's kind of an interesting one to watch, too, right now. Because Tesla has, if anything, all of their valuations about the future. And right now, we don't know the future. We kind of do, based on how many babies are made, and we do demographics, we could look at spending peak years. We could kind of see. But then you do throw in that coronavirus and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm one of those people that I'm kind of even keeled. So when I'm watching like San Andreas about the big earthquake in California, that's going to destroy L.A. and the Hoover Dam and San Francisco, I kind of hope that's like a documentary one day I was like kind of like is that level of destruction possible? Because that's curious to me. Um, so I am kind of like the coronavirus. I, on one hand, I'm like, eh, blow it off. On the other hand, I'm like, I am kind of curious to see what that would look like. It's kind of morbid, but it is what it is. Anyhow and anyway, what do you want to talk about today? We can talk about investing. We can talk about the Super Bowl side prop bets. There used to be a silly thing that if the NFC team won the Super Bowl, the stock market would have an up year. I don't believe in stuff like that. But it's out there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Big seminar coming up on the 6th of February in Palo Alto. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. Thank you for listening to the show. February 6th, I'm going to be doing a seminar with CFP Chad Burton in Palo Alto. Typically, every October, November, we plan out the next six months of seminars, and this is the only one we have planned at this point in time, so it may be three, four months after this one to do come to a big event. Um, I like these events a lot. It's the ability to put the radio and TV listeners and viewers into some sort of conceptual visualization of who am I helping and who am I not? In the end, I help a lot of people. I get emails every couple of weeks that come from 20, 30 years, 20 years of listening to the show. And it's usually someone who started a 401k. Cause I said, that's the best way to save for your retirement. And 20 years later, it's 200,000, 300,000, 400,000. And I'm like, that's still not enough, but good for you. And I don't want to take the credit for it. I want you to take the credit for it. Cause you're the one who actually you know, has to sacrifice your paycheck Um, but I've been doing it a long time. So big event coming up February 6th in Palo Alto. Uh, and again, I try to help a lot of people. You need to be very careful because I don't know you and I don't know your level of freaking out. Coronavirus doesn't bother me. 8,200 Americans have died this year of the flu. Coronavirus 106 in the world. Um, probably a better story and like my producer was saying during the commercial everyone should get a flu shot if that's true and the thing we don't know is if the coronavirus hits the united states how many old and young people in the united states are going to die who haven't built up any immunities or enough immunities or they've broken down so i try not to get freaked out um that's kind of my goal yesterday well not yesterday but since january 20th a lot of money has been wiped out of Wall Street. Now, again, we had a massive run up last year and at the start of this year. But since January 20th, we've lost about 1.5 trillion in valuations in world stocks. Now, again, if the coronavirus does get contained and those numbers, 106, turn into 1,000, we're okay. We just don't want 106 turned into 106,000 or 1.6 million. So $1.5 trillion of valuation being wiped off is way too much at this point in time. But we like to shoot first and ask questions later. Apple and Starbucks both have big exposure in China today. We're going to learn a lot today. And it's probably not going to be great. We're hearing about like movie theater chains. Companies like IMAX have big exposure into China. And guess what? No one wants to go to a movie theater because when you hear that person coughing behind you, you're like, uh-oh. Sales of medical masks are going through the roof, of which most of the medical masks that you can buy don't do anything for you. But that's okay. I'm glad you're trying. I'd almost rather you walk around in like an astronaut suit, because that would be funnier to look at. Pulte Group climbed on better-than-expected quarterly orders after introducing more affordably-priced homes. Pulte's a big home builder. There's a lot of mom and pop home builders out there. No doubt about it. But I can count on maybe a six-fingered hand how many big national home builders there are. I know you're saying six-fingered hand. You must have gone to a lot of like developing countries. No, I dated a girl with six fingers. I didn't date a girl with six fingers, but it's a funny story. Um, I did date a woman who the black part of her eye and it's called the iris, maybe, or the cornea. So let's say she had blue eyes and little black pupil. Oh, black pupil. It broke when she was born. So her eye looked like a keyhole. So you know how you have like a black circle and then a blue circle and then a white circle? Oval, whatever it is. Her black turned into a keyhole, and it bled into the color of her eye. And I was like, that's cool. She hated it. like, that's cool. Lockheed Martin rallied today. After reporting net sales, it beat the highest analyst expectations. Lockheed Martin tied towards the Kobe Bryant story, the maker of the helicopter. Oh, the Kobe Bryant story. <sighs> Nothing more tragic than to lose someone who hasn't lived their life. Like I think there was three kids under eighteen on that fl- on that helicopter trip. That's too young. Um, but speaking about Kobe, this is kind of interesting. And it just goes to show you that we live in a society of just horrible, horrible people. I know you're saying, I can't wait to hear this. Nike has made a move in the wake of Kobe Bryant's tragic passing to take his gear out of the stores. Because they don't want some slum, not slumbag, scumbag. difference between an L and a K. Or C. (laughs) They don't want some scumbag to come in, buy the stuff up, and then start selling it to people who are mourning at double or triple the price. Now, some people are saying Nike just sold out of the stuff and they're trying to, like, cover their butts so it doesn't look like they supported this. I don't know. I'm not going to a Foot Locker enough to give you an idea. But Nike did ask that Foot Locker return Kobe product to the swoosh. Uh, But there's some... Kobe Bryant sneakers still for sale on Nike's website so it's a little on the confusing side Um, I would think it's sold out and they're trying to spin it with a little bit of positive PR for themselves we don't want his family's tragedy to be profited from but Nike and Black Mamba uh, had a good relationship Nike and LeBron Nike and Michael Jordan one of the reasons I like Nike because I just probably named three of the most iconic greatest of all time and they're all locked into Nike contracts. Um, that's good. Now in a global recession, a company like a Nike can get hurt hard because they're spending a ton of money on signing people like LeBron and Kobe and Michael Jordan. Now it pays off for them usually um, but it's one of the reasons I like Nike. And then every now and then you see up and comers and I want to like them because I kind of want Nike to be Microsoft to be the evil empire company in the 1990s, but I own Nike. It's kind of a con a contradiction in my soul, isn't it? So uh, Nike sent a nice tweet. He was a beloved member of the Nike family. We will miss him greatly. Mamba forever. And again, that's how fast, not wall street, I guess, but corporate America moves an individual's move to, to gouge you. It's, it's almost sickening. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, Super Bowl. Now, I'm not into big crowd crowds. But the Super Bowl in 2020, it's going to be in Miami. And a lot of people are saying, you know, I think we should go. Hey. Hey, exactly. Zach, you think we should go? Let's go. Let's take off off Friday and fly. It's about $6,000 for a bare bones trip at this point. Super Bowl tickets are going to cost you anywhere from $4,200 to $60,000 each. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Uh, 72 club living room section for $60,000. It's on the 35-yard line, private box seat. Could you ever spend $60,000 on a ticket? When you know you could feed a village in Africa for months on that, flights are averaging about 353. Sign up for the big event on February 6th at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested, more. Make sure you call your mama or your papa and tell them you love them. One reason why? Not because they're family members, but because they may leave you an inheritance. Listen to this. How are the rich getting richer in the United States? Inheritance. How little are they paying in taxes on it? 2.1%. Americans are projected to inherit seven hundred sixty-four billion dollars this year. That was never my retirement plan because my dad died early. But on top of it, it was never my retirement plan because my dad wasn't going to have a lot of money. He was going to have a good amount. He was going to have enough to last, but that wasn't going to be a big chunk of it. And with five siblings, it wasn't ever like, "Ooh, I can count on that." Um, my spouse. Her parental units, um, they didn't accumulate a lot of wealth either. But her grandparents did. And there's a lot of money in being nice in case inheritance is coming down the road for you. And again, I'm I'm almost being funny there, right? Or maybe I'm not. Maybe it's sad. The estimated tax on work and savings in the United States is about 15.8% in the United States. Now, you may look at rich people and go, they're rich, they should pay more in taxes, but they're paying 38%. Now, again, here's the problem. The IRS tax guidelines is something like 14,000 pages right now, so there's there's loopholes. There's ways around not paying taxes, but the average American pays about 15.8% of tax. 15.8%. The top marginal rate right now on payroll taxes is thirty seven percent. And when you when your parents die and they pass on money to you, it's just we get taxed just two point one percent of that. I don't know how I feel about that. I on one hand, I could see that as a lot of potential money for the US government to spend, or the state governments. Um, maybe they could do better with it than say, Uncle Barry i be careful because I have an Uncle Gary, but I said Barry, and I don't want him getting mad at me. I'm not putting him in the ground yet. Anyway, a lot of people don't like death taxes because of the idea of... People say that it's an inheritance tax, or is it a death tax? Your, your parental unit dies. They leave you a million dollars. Should they be taxed on that? They've already paid taxes. Do you remember the Boston Tea Party? And uh, no representation. No taxation without representation. And double taxation was a big thing to the uh, colonial settlers. Now, again, I'm not going colonial settler on you. I'm not going founding fathers on you. I'm saying double taxation is kind of a weird concept. If you want the money, get it when we earn it. Get it when we, when we invest and we, when we sell our investment. But getting it when we die? What did you do to deserve that? Your heart stop beating. Anyhow, um, one person, former advisor Barack Obama, said, "If anything, we should be taxing income from inheritance at higher rates than income from work to make the system fair." There's no right answers. I'm honestly on the, the side of the fence. Of there's no right answers. There's just compromises. Unless we blow up the tax system and completely reinvent it, I met Steve Forbes once, and he was the flat tax guy. And uh, it was actually a pretty great story. I was on Forbes on Fox, of which it was one of the times he was on. And uh, Forbes on Fox was a combination of Forbes the business magazine's brand with Fox Television. Um, I was on Forbes on Fox, and met Steve Steve uh, Forbes and he's a billionaire and he was probably the first flat out billionaire i met and he was lovely and it, the funny story is is i'm in the green room ready to getting ready to go on he's in the green room and he's got this beautiful beautiful woman by his side and um she comes over and offers me a, a diet coke or a coke and i'm like do i have a chance of stealing a billionaire's woman and uh we we're talking <laughs> Uh, it was his daughter. So I was wrong. I made an assumption that here is a 65-year-old man would be dating a 25-year-old woman and I was wrong. Which is kind of refreshing. There are exemptions on how much you inheritance of less than two and a half million dollars totally exempt from taxes. The tax policy estimate that says that you know, if we raise taxes on inheritance, um, he can pull in $340 billion over the next decade just from the top 0.2% of heirs. And, yeah, there, you probably look at George Steinbrenner. He owned the Yankees. And uh, he died in a year that there was no death tax, no inheritance tax. Had he died a year later, his sons would have got billions less. Had he died a year earlier, his sons would have got billions less. They probably would have had to sell the Yankees. But the Steinbrenner still control the Yankees. And again, I'm just showing you, like, do we see things that look crazy unfair? For sure. Do I want to, you know, when my father died, he had to pay a death tax? Like, is that something I'm comfortable saying out loud? My dad wasn't, you know. He struggled to become moderately good income and moderately okay savings. Maybe he shouldn't have had six kids, right? Those kids are expensive. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your call on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your call on the air. Apple's going to report earnings tonight after the close. There will be a conference call at 2 o'clock Eastern time. I will be on that conference call. A lot of what we're looking for is talk about China. Demand for iPhones demand for AirPods, margins on on everything margins on their services business are margins on their hardware businesses how's that tv product doing that they got how's the magazine subscription doing how's the apple arcade i have apple arcade and uh they just came out because i can get put it on all my devices and it's five bucks a month and my kids love it so they get they feel like they're getting games for free but it's a subscription so it's 60 bucks a year I'd rather get a 60 bucks subscription per year than spend one big chunk of money, 60 bucks on a game, and find out it stinks. But eh, it's not even fair, because these are mobile games. But one of their new games they just launched is pretty funny. It's called Butter Royale. And it's a play on Fortnite's Battle Royale type of system. Cute. But for Apple, we're going to be looking at some other issues tonight. Um... Taiwan Semiconductor posted a solid beat on earnings earlier this month. So we already kind of feel that the semiconductor equipment maker who helps Apple's products get made, that they're kicking out a lot of product for them. But there's also companies like Sawtech, Sirius Logic, Corvo, Taiwan Semi, Qualcomm, um, LPL for displays, Finisar, For Face ID, plus there's a company, I never really figured out their name, but it's I-I-V-I. And I don't know if that's a Roman numeral or if it's I-I-V-I. But they're tied towards Face ID as well. And there's also a rumor that the next phone's going to go away from the Face ID and go back to the thumb. I don't know. If they can get rid of that little groove, I think they want to do that is the idea. But I don't know. I'm tired today. I so my producer had a steak last night, and I feel like I have a steak coma. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The uh, U.K., Boris Johnson. Trump is losing allies that will do whatever he wants, or America's losing allies that will do whatever America wants. And Boris Johnson was thought to be in line with Trump, and Trump said China has got this evil company, Huawei. They're stealing U.S. secrets. We want no business to have anything to do with them. And the U.K. is like, nah, we'll let them do our 5G. There's not a lot of companies who could do 5G in the world right now. They're saying Ericsson and Huawei uh, are the two that could pull it off. I think those both are interesting buys because of that as far as stock investments go. 800-516-1220 to calls on the air um harley davidson this could be one of those generational stock issues when i was growing up and i'm not a car guy i've got a friend who's got a two hundred fifty thousand mclaren and he just let my nine-year-old drive around in it and i'm like he's like you want to ride i'm like nope i'm not a car guy and i don't want to be a car guy i don't have a lot of vanity um i like function but Harley-Davidson may not be ringing with younger people. They're having problems paying off their college debt. They're having problems getting married. They're having problems getting a home. Do they really need a luxury vehicle that's not all that practical? Harley-Davidson's been in business for over 100 years. It has seen some good times, and it has seen some bad times. Fourth quarter revenue totaled $874 million. That's down about 8.5% year over year. Retail motorcycle sales in the United States, its biggest segment in the world, down 3%. Worldwide motorcycle sales down 1.4%. I love their vehicles. I love the way they look. I love the way they sound. I think they are iconic. But the aging of the baby boomers was their core base. The baby boomers were their core base, and they're aging. So now it's trying to come up with better designs for younger riders, I think we have to wait and see on this one. Sales struggle no bueno. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Big seminar come up February 6th in Palo Alto. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Thanks for listening to the show. I got a family member that's coming into town. So I got to do some barbecuing this weekend, watch the Super Bowl. He's not in great health. So uh, that's on my mind. I do want you to enjoy things. I do want you to enjoy your family, but I do want you to save for money for retirement, too. You work from age 20 to 60, and then after that, it gets tough. Um, I can tell you, 20-plus years of doing this, I've seen a lot of money leave Radio. When I first started in radio and TV, you know, starting salaries were starting salaries were sixty to one hundred twenty thousand. And if you were good at what you do, you'd probably start at hundred. That's not true anymore today. So things change. I do want you to enjoy your family. I do want you to enjoy the Super Bowl. I don't want you to spend too much money. I want you to save for retirement because when you're fifty, you're going to start saying, "Man, my joints hurt." I wonder if I could still do 10 push-ups. I wonder if I could still run four miles. And uh, the answer is everything starts to slow down. So, anyhow, I throw that out there because uh, I do want you to join family. I know at times I come across as the money. Who is that guy? Jonathan Honing? He's called the Capital Pig? Or I'm dropping it right now, but... um. Dresses as a pig on occasion. <laughs> he gets on TV and dresses as a pig because that's his thing. Sometimes he'll dress as a bull. I don't do a lot of costume changes myself, but I certainly enjoy the, uh, the effort of others. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Facebook users keep clicking on ads, pointing to very strong fourth quarter results. Facebook's one of those conundrums. We keep hearing that Mark Zuckerberg may not be the nicest person, and that all he cares about is money, and he'll let America lie to each other. Oh, I love this. I've got a friend, Andrew, and I check Facebook every three or four days. He posts ads about how much he hates Facebook on Facebook, how much he hates Trump on Facebook and fake news on Facebook, and the best part about it is he'll get one like. I think that's just too much work to get one like. That's just too much. And again, he's using the platform of evil to discuss what he thinks is evil. It's pretty interesting. He doesn't like Trump because Trump uses Facebook. It doesn't matter. But Facebook looks like they're going to have a good quarter. But they are running into that political conundrum of political backlash versus people are still clicking on ads. As an investor, you want the ad clickers. You don't want the political you know, jumper-inners. Trump impeachment trial, I've got no news on that. I don't know. Home prices gained. They heated up in the month of November. Hey, aren't we in February? Not quite late January. Nationally, prices rose 3.5% annually. Um, The hot markets may not be what you consider a hot and sexy market or that you want to live there. I don't know. I want to speak for you, but Phoenix, Charlotte, and Tampa—the hottest markets in the United States as far as big top twenty kind of markets. Phoenix, Charlotte, and Tampa. Phoenix price is up six percent year over year, five point nine percent. Charlotte up five point two percent. Tampa up five percent. Tampa's nice. I've been to Tampa. Um, very, very different culturally. Very different. A lot of Cuban food, lot of, if you like spicy, good place to live. Lower mortgage rates are fueling home prices right now is the thought. So home prices across the United States up. But there's also an incredible, and I hate using this word because it's dramatic, severe. There's a severe shortage. And when you hear about severe shortages, you think about gas lines, you think about people starving to death. But strong demand and tight supply pushes prices higher. I'll be honest with you. I've got a high-priced home, and I've got a low-priced home. I've got one that I bought for one hundred and forty, dollars and it keeps marching higher. Every month, every quarter, it seems to go up another 3%. Fine. My high-end home that's worth $2 million, it's lost about $200,000 in the last three years. So it's not marching up. Now, the previous six or seven it marched up. And it goes to show you, like, um, if I had bought 10 cheap houses versus one expensive house, it would have been about the same. But the big moves were big in the expensive home. And, again, I think they're done. For someone to buy my home right now, they need to make at least, hmm, about six hundred to $700,000 a year to qualify. Unless they're throwing a big amount of money down. That's too much. How many jobs pay 600000 $700, And 700000 I told you, radio and TV money has gone down, down, down for 20 years. There's some things like minimum wage that's gone up, but not $600,000 up. So the home numbers are out there. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Other big stock stories in the news. General Electric up. Morgan Stanley... Up the rating on the, I hate using this word, embattled conglomerate. They think the story has shifted away from financial distress to budding turnaround. I don't follow GE. They're too big of a company for me to follow. And they have a big tie towards Boeing and jet engines. Uh, so I don't follow General Electric on a lot of levels. But that is an upgrade that's about time. General Electric had a bad five years. Boeing, their stock up 3% today. Shares have slipped steadily as the 737 max crisis continues to unfold. The new CEO of Boeing says, I'm not flying that plane at least until June or July at best. The date keeps getting kind of like summer. They need summer. They need summer bad. Airlines need summer bad. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, Big Seminar coming up in Palo Alto on the 6th of February. It's the only one scheduled so far for the year. You can sign up for it, income and retirement at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free if you've never been to an event.